Welcome back to Bike Race Weekly. I am your host, Ryan Gerard, and I am here with my co-host, Rick Greenwald. So it has been a little bit, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Since uh, we've done one of these. Yeah, we've been kind of all over the place. Yeah, uh, we've been pretty busy lately. Have been pretty busy. I don't exactly remember when the last time that we did one of these. I think was it was before? December. It was December. Yeah. Right. So what have we been doing since December? Well, I was gone for like two weeks, so... I take a, an annual uh, pilgrimage out to Colorado and do some skiing with a couple of our podcast listeners, uh, our friends Tommy and Jordan. Uh, so yeah, I was out there for a little while and then kind of all over the place for, for the Christmas period and doing fun stuff there. Ryan, what were you up to? Um, it's hard to even say. Uh, there's not been... like I haven't had... like. You know, big things that I have done. Yeah. But I've been doing a lot of, like, small daily things, mm. you know? So I feel like I've done a lot. Yeah. But, like, I can't pinpoint, like, what I've done. Yeah. But I have been doing a lot of biking. Indoor biking, of course. Of course, yeah. Um, I've been working my way through Trainer Road again. Nice. Are you doing the Sweet Spot program? I am doing the Sweet Spot program. Um, nice. I am doing my own... Uh, edited version, I, w- oh, okay. I would say, of uh, the high-volume plan, mm-hmm. except I take out all the, like, the recovery rides, and I just yeah. do two two-hour rides and two one-and-a-half-hour rides a week. So you're just tailoring it to what you can handle, correct? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think it's perfect Yeah. because that gives you three days of the week to either take off or fill with other stuff. Or even mm-hmm. if you wanted to add an extra ride. So, like, a few times, like, I couldn't uh, get all the way through one of my rides. Yeah. It's so, okay. I'll just add an easy, like, a, like, a, like an hour, like, easier sweet spot ride on, like, a Saturday or Sunday. Nice. Which, you know, it that fills in the rest of my TSS. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. It's about seven hours a week. Then I'll do, like, one day of weightlifting. And oh, then, yeah? I yeah. know you're doing weightlifting. Yeah, me and Anna usually go like once nice. a week. go to the Y? Yes, we go to the Y. Nice. Um, besides that, I just started my second volume, like my volume two, So, which kind of got me into thinking because I started the first week. Sweet spot uh, high volume or? The or same sweet thing. Sweet spot two. Yeah, right? the sa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, it's like volume two or... Uh, yeah, volume two, yeah, volume of high two, volume, plan two, yeah, phase, of like the, phase well, two, phase yeah, phase two, two yeah, of like yeah, yeah. my edited high volume, yeah, uh, which seemed a week and a half in, I kind of realized it's a little too much. Yeah, good self awareness, by the way. Good self awareness. Nice so I'm actually yeah. um, lowering it. I'm okay. going down to mid volume, which is uh, five rides a week. But it's like kind of hovers like it's like one two hour ride, okay. Like two hour and a half rides, an hour ride, and like a recovery ride. Hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to be a lot more manageable. Yeah. Uh, what made me really realize it was yesterday on my two hour ride. It was an hour and a half sweet spot. Okay. Like out of the two hours, an hour and a half of it was at sweet spot. That's a lot of work. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it just put me in that space of like, I uh, this is horrendous. I am not enjoying myself. Yeah. All I want to do is just get off this bike right now. Yeah. And I feel like you know during a good workout, you kind of have that feeling of this is hard, 
but I'm going to get through it. And man, oh man, am I going to feel good when I do? Yeah. This was purely, I don't want to be on this right now. Yeah. And I I think too, with like sweet spot, I think because it's like shorter and it's like more intense, it's generally thought, oh, well, I'm, I'm going for like an hour. I'm going for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Like it's going to be like a hard ride. Like I'm doing intensity, but like, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be like that hard. It should be yeah, like, that's what they say. It should be like comfortably unhard or comfort. It should be comfortably hard. Like, uh, that's a that's a good thing. That's or it should be like just past. It should be past that peak of uncomfortable. Yeah. But below that peak of like my legs are filling up with lactic acid. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of the sure. spot it should be. It's what you'd call sustainable. Sustainable. Yeah. yeah. Long term sustainable. Long term sustainable. So yeah, I mean that's like oh you know what I call it. <laughs> oh, it's so people say like you can't actually do your FTP for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I would say if you are, it's what you it's in reality what you could do for an hour. Yeah, it's that's pretty fair. Like yeah, a lot of people can't do their hour of power. Yeah, <clears throat> like if they you were gonna do, do like an hour time trial, yeah. your sweet spot was would probably be what you would hit for an hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'd say so. And then on top of sweet spot training, you've also been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. So you're really working on that like mental side of things. Yeah, working training. the arm, the shoulders. Hey, crit racing is a mental sport. You got to be sharp. You got to be able to you know like, what I will see, say about see that? the gaps. Yeah, you know what I will say about that is that uh, playing a uh, game like Rainbow Six Siege yeah. definitely makes you think in like ways you wouldn't have thought before. Yeah. I will. I'm a, So in the last year... Um, I've been like a big fan of like you should do something even if you're a bike racer especially like if you're doing something technical like mountain biking and crit racing so I've you see a lot, a lot of Instagrams all those cool training montages Nino Scherter does like a ton of um, like what's called coordination work where you're basically like when you're fatigued you're trying to juggle something you're trying to like basically perform like highly stressful mental tasks and I feel like that's so important for like at the end of a crit race and the end of a mountain bike race. And it's literally something that not many people talk about, but being able to pick the right lines, pick the right wheels, like get yourself into the best position, I think is a lot of the time overlooked as like, oh, I just made a mistake. But it's like, what if you, what if you just had a more like clear mindset? And what if you got to the end of that race and you're able to just have better decision-making ability? You know what I mean? Like yeah. You can spend all the time you want on the bike and get your fitness to a really good spot, but it doesn't really cost too much extra energy to do something that just works on like your mental sharpness, essentially. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. have not really thought about it yeah. like that, but that is definitely <laughs> – so- like even um, like playing games like chess or even yeah. like uh, words with friends on your phone. Right. Um, that and, it does help it really does yeah. help like with your just oh, like the way you think cognitive ability i've really gotten into ping pong and <laughs> <laughs> i like say that like let's talk about the strategy of ping pong no, dude not not strategy but like because like so we play a lot at work so we've all gotten a lot better at ping pong so now we like hit the ball pretty hard but my like coordination and like ability to react and reflexes essentially has gotten so much better just playing ping pong because like you have to like anticipate where the ball's going and then put your paddle in a good position to like hit the ball back and like it was garbage before playing ping pong like that it's almost like it was a muscle like that muscle completely fatigued or atrophied because i didn't really do a lot that was like 
really like um reflex based essentially and that's like <clears throat> that's a lot and even like if you think from the perspective of like crash avoidance how many times do you like have a really close call and the reason why you didn't crash is because you made like a split second decision to like either stand the bike up or like or like dodge somebody that was like going hot into a curb or something like that but then think about all the times that you crashed that like if you're if you're like high speed vision was like a little bit better you probably wouldn't have crashed you know what i mean like you would have saw something coming or you would have like anticipated a little bit better i actually really agree with that yeah right um, isn't that interesting i'm I mean, really smart that's that's what like uh like pack position that's all like pack riding is is mm-hmm. like anticipating what others are going to do and either um reacting off of what they're doing yeah. or realizing they're making a mistake and countering it yeah and like, this is like like maybe like you're going into a corner and someone leaves too much space on the inside and you're like that's perfect I'm gonna make up two spots right now in right. this corner but that's that's that's, that's the mental a- like aspect of it but you got to make that decision so fast yeah and like just be like mentally there so that when it opens you're the one that's moving mm. and like if if that like door closes like you see that door close like before it's too late since we're on the topic <laughs> let's yeah I'll ask you a question what has been your during like during your career of racing yeah what do you think has been your like 200 iq move my 200 iq move yeah I, do you get the reference like yeah, your 200 like, iq it's move? a real high iq number yeah no, like I, after I, you I did actually, it you're like whoa i can't I, believe that just happened i actually totally have something that sticks out in my mind and the reason why i think it sticks out in my mind is because very rarely do, do I think you like get that move or like you made the move and you're like that was like literally the smartest thing I ever could have done so it was at the Waukesha crit in 2018 it was in the cat three race and I got like a little bit swarmed on the last lap and like I was like this is crazy too because I was so dehydrated and tired and like it was hot it was really hot that day and we were going into like it was a kind of a four corner crit and this was like the third corner so it was right after the finish line and i was like 20 wheels back and i just like for some reason everybody went like kind of wide into the corner and i just like shot and it was not sketchy like it didn't like sketch anybody out or it didn't like put anybody in a bad position but i just like kept going and i took a little bit more speed than the entire pack and i just like railed around the inside and it was just it was like a line that just nobody was looking at like it wasn't like this crazy like oh did you see his bike handling skills move no no it was just like i had a gap and i saw the gap and i took the gap and it put me into like the top five wheels and i ended up getting like a good position i think i got like sixth or seventh in that race um but i was like like damn that was like the move the move that literally like if i would have made that move i would have gotten like 15th so like that was my like 200 iq moment but what about you what was your like what was your like moment of genius? I think my biggest moment, uh, Downers Ab four or five crit. Um, really? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I was gonna say it too. I'm like, you weren't that smart. You? you just like rode away from everybody. <laughs> uh, so this year, I would say this year at the uh, Grafton crit. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, yeah. I positioned when myself. I saw the finish of this race, but I wasn't in the race. I'm yeah. interested to hear like what your perspective. I look back is. at this race and like I think, wow, I can't believe like. Just something took me took over, right? You know that you, day, and it's I like, was just on acting on pure instinct. It's and like, I think that was probably like my best bunch finish of all time. Dude, it's like a Rain Man moment where like yeah. you, you like see everything. It's like all of like a sudden, you don't think you have it in you, and then yeah. it just comes out. And it, the crazy thing too is like a lot of these moments they're not like sketchy. It's not like 
it's not like you see this like crazy line and you're just the only guy that sends it. it a lot of times it's just like you just literally made the best possible decision. All right, but sorry. Yeah. I'm interested so, to hear what your, what your move was. So uh, with like two laps to go, I placed myself like right at the front. Okay. And I tell myself, okay, like it was going really fast at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm at the front. I'm going to stay here. Yeah. And pretty much my thought was is I'm going to fight tooth and nail to stay in this spot. Like nobody's taking this. And yeah. what I did was um, around like corners and stuff and like in straightaways, I purposely positioned myself as far into the inside as possible so okay. that like – People would it would be difficult for people to come around me, and if they did, I could easily get on them. And it was like a fast course too, where you could take the insides at like full clip. Yeah, like there was no slowing down. Yeah. So then, like, so there's a backside hill, and I would ride up the yeah. inside. I would stay in like in the inside of the pack, like up that hill, yeah. and there was always like a little bit of like a bit of space on that like inside corner. So I always take that. Then it was a fast like corner uh next corner was like an s curve and you could get a lot of speed on the outside but you're yeah. still on the inside of the rest of the course oh yeah, yeah 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 so then on the last lap i'm doing that same thing so up that hill there's a big uh jump okay not and, a jump well big or not a jump but like if someone like like, a... did like a you know a, kind of like an attack oh yeah but you yeah. know since i was on the inside already they had to kind of go around yeah. me, which gave so me you were the first one to see it too yeah so i was able to react before anyone else yeah uh and j- i just being able to do that i maintained my position yeah and then going down that final kind of back hill end oh uh, yeah. someone yeah. was going up the side of me and I just shot right on onto the wheel and kept it like real tight, making sure that like I was like in my position and nobody was gonna take it. Right. I was a little bit farther inside again, so yeah. that when we came back out, like towards the corner, I'd be in the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. That gave me like an extra position right there. Go through the corner literally in second second wheel, and the yeah. guy in front of me literally just took me to the line. Yeah. And so I didn't get first place. I got third. Because there was two guys up the road yeah. that had attacked like with like ten laps to go, yeah. and it somehow stayed. Mm-hmm. But I won the pack sprint, which yeah. you know that was my two hundred. Hell, hell yeah, dude! And that was like that's like a move too, where anybody that misses the move, they look back and they knew immediately that like that was the move. But you've got to have like you've got to have like the reflex to just jump, yeah. like immediately, like go from the the thought process of like. Somebody's moving on me. That is the move to follow. I'm following the move, but make that progression in the matter of like half a second. Yeah, usually for me, it's more of like, um, like you know that if someone, if like, you, like if you do this long enough, you kind of know the people that are good. For sure, yeah. And it's like that person guys. goes, it just go. It's like, don't think about it, just go. Just yeah, go. 100%. For like, sure. uh, oh man, I forget his Nate, Nathan? Oh yeah, um, yeah. The, he was, the crew he's the guy that helped out on the crew. Pretty yeah. much, if you saw him going in the last like lap or two, like follow. Him, you're yeah. just like just go with him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's bad, not gonna be, I, it's not gonna it, be a bad move. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're gonna get at least the top ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was super fast. Yeah, that's a good idea for sure. So a lot of the times, I don't know. I kind of started doing this like a couple of years ago, but do you ever? So like, I watch it like some MotoGP, and like sometimes when they're going around a corner and they're taking like kind of the inside line like really tight. 
um sometimes they'll like put a light not a light like not unclip but like they'll just kind of like put a knee out a little bit to be like this is like this door is closed yeah do you ever do that riding like sometimes Um, when i'm taking like the hot route like i'm going inside i'll almost kind of like flare my knee a little bit and i'm not not like into somebody but just like kind of like as i'm cornering right i'll just like say put my right knee and like kind of like flare it out just to like dissuade anybody from like trying to like shoot the gap when it's like not there because well, a lot I've, of people do that to get the like the hip turned oh for like cornering yeah so like in moto gp not, they do that to get the hip turned but i'm not doing it for well okay so yeah wait <clears throat> excuse me you're thinking about when they're actually like dragging a knee and like well just in general yeah, yeah like I, but do, it's also I do that, that to kind of like get my hips to right like move you know a little bit more they also do it to kind of shut the door yeah. as well too it's so like really emphasize like, that yeah you're yeah, like shutting the door like, but yeah there, like i, I kind of no throw my here. knee a little bit just to get yeah. the, like the hips i i always wondered if anybody else did that because i i think yeah. i've seen like one or two other guys do it before and not necessarily to like for like cornering but just to be like because i've i've also like taken that inside line before and somebody like just tries to squeeze like like half a bike in and it's like ah why did you do that like, yeah that, that's, that's not gonna work um so yeah i've always wondered like especially like if you're gonna take that inside corner yeah you have to be your bars have to be even with the guy in front of you oh, or yeah, in front right. of them before the turn yeah so like it's it's you can't just as someone's going through a corner you can't dive bomb them you no. have to be even with them before the corner, yeah. it doesn't have to be much before the corner, but it has to be before the corner yeah. starts. You've got before to be, you, people start turning, you have to be like equal. With right. Them. You've got to be tracking the same line essentially. And yeah. That's when people get in trouble when they're when they're tracking a different line. Like it's they're trying to shoot the inside, but they've got they've got to like they're shooting it so hard that they have to almost apex the corner, and there is no apex because there's like a pack of riders. Yeah. outside of that corner it's like they're going straight when everyone's turning yeah for sure yeah that and that's what people mean by like dive bombing like cat right. the cat four it, dive yeah. bomb well, that's what right. it is it's like, like a not, very you're not taking that like safe like where yeah. if you're gonna like the cat a cat one will dive bomb well not like dive bomb they will like at the last second they'll get equal with you and kind of take that take that hole that yeah. you would have filled. It's not. It's not like a dive bomb though. It's I, not really a dive I think, bomb. I, I think really of a, di- it a dive. Bomb I think now. of a dive bomb as like somebody hits the inside and they hit it so, like so fast and so tight, and that, from like behind you that they have to push everybody outside yeah. because they can't. They physically and like with their bike, they cannot like go any more inside. Whereas like I call it like I don't know hitting like whatever you want us to call it the hot route where you're just like you're the farthest inside. But you're still flowing with the field. Like, you're not disrupting anybody's, like, rhythm or progression through the corner, essentially. Yeah. Do you know what actually made me think, though, of that, like, reflex reflex training? Mm-hmm. More so than, like, you know, mountain bikers doing, like, the juggling or, you know, shooter. Was, um, you guys got me hooked onto this, the F1 series. Yeah. And, like, that is, so there's an F1 documentary on Netflix called Drive to Survive. Season 2 comes Season out next two month. Season 2 comes out, yes. And it is such a cool documentary series. It definitely made me a fan of F1. But it's cool to see, like, those guys train. And a lot of their training is, like, juggling and, like, th- like a lot of it's kind of like how a hockey goalie would train, too. Like, they do juggling. They do, like, a lot of, like, reflex, like, button hitting just to, like, be, like, super, super sharp. Because they're driving a car, like, 200 miles an hour around corners and, like, threading the needle. But it's, like, man, it's actually, like, you know, like, you got to do, like, some of that stuff in bike racing, too. It's maybe not as fast, but it's, like, just as quick. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan. So that's uh, 
that's you know our thoughts on like you know alternative ways to do some bike training i speaking of alternative ways to do bike training i actually just got back from a weekend in cincinnati not cincinnati cleveland cleveland ohio where i went to raise indoor mountain bike park and it was pretty fun mm-hmm. let me tell you i've never been so i can't really speak on this it was awesome so if you're ever if you ever get a chance like highly recommend go even if you're like I mean, we live like seven hours away, so it was like a track, but it's a giant warehouse. They've got pump tracks, they've got jump lines, they've got XC trails, flow trails, BMX parks. It's massive. Like it's amazing the the amount of stuff that they uh they manage to actually like fit in one park. So I rode there with a buddy over the weekend. Super super fun. Uh, got pretty shreddy on some jump lines. Like the kids. Got pretty shreddy. Got pretty shreddy with some gnar. Uh, so that was a lot of fun and yeah, made it back in one piece. No injuries. No, broken, that's good. That's no, surprising for you. I know no broken wrists, yeah. no broken back. No, bo- did you break any bones last year? Um, no. 2018 was the first year in a long time. I didn't break any bones. 2018. Sorry. 2019. There you go. 2019. 2018. You broke a wrist, right? Uh, technically that was 2017. Did break a finger in 2018. Ah, Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then 2016, I broke something. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a streak right now, um. But yeah, that's that's been what I've been up to on the bike. I've been doing some indoor training as well too, hitting the gym, you know, getting those winter gains in. Yeah, how's your? Why don't you in. talk about your training? What you've been up to? It's good. I'm doing not like a ton of work on the bike, but I'm okay with that. Doing a couple couple days a week of you know some sweet spot workouts, um, just indoor training essentially right now for me. Do, do, you, some, do you think you'll want to do more mountain biking this year or more uh, crit racing? Yeah, I don't know, I guess. I'll, I think I'm probably going to do more mountain bike racing okay. um, than I did, like, in the last... Like, I think usually I would do, like, more, like mostly crit racing and then a little bit of mountain bike racing and riding. And I think I'm probably going to try to even them out a little bit more. Probably just pick whichever one is, like, closer on the weekend and yeah, I agree. do that race. Yeah, to be honest, like one thing that's been really getting to me, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, th- I feel like we talk about this every year. Yeah. Uh, every single year, the Wisconsin scene kind of loses one more race. It does, yeah, for sure. And actually, the, the 2020 road calendar just came out and, for the yes, Wisconsin and series. And it's uh, lacking, I guess. It's kind of yeah, like it's... you have the races that are going to stay around. Like, um, There's always like a season. There's lacrosse. That's always yeah. a big one. Uh, Toad will will be Toad, there. Yeah. State champs. State champs. Uh, this uh, year, uh, Pro- Project Echelon is just having a crit. And a Fondo. And a Fondo, which I think, if any of the Project Echelon guys uh, listen to this, I think it's a wonderful idea. Good on those guys. I think that is the best thing you guys could have done as an organization because you reach out to people besides just racers. And hopefully you can actually make them some money. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like I feel like with especially road races, it's so hard to operate in the positive mm-hmm. with those races. And I mean, technically, it's a, it's a, it's a foundation set up to help veterans out. So it would be great if those guys, you know, could actually make money from their races. Yeah, and put it back into like you know their team, their foundation. Um, you know, rather than you know hosting a road race that is you know very hard to be profitable because road closures, limited participation, that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean it's in a really good location too. I think it's in like kind of that Waukesha. Oh no, it's um, it's at oh. Elkhart Lake. Oh yeah, that's right. It's at Elkhart Lake. That will be really cool. So yeah. and it's on the racetrack. It's on the racetrack. Right? Yeah. Very cool venue. So yeah. what would be really cool is if you did like 
four laps of the racetrack and then you did like a uh like a ride outside of the racetrack and then you finished like one more lap on the racetrack yeah something like that That'd be like, cool. like but i think it's all it yeah but i believe it's all on the racetrack yeah for sure so but yeah, which that, is also cool that, that ra- really i've raced cool. on there it's, it's a really cool place oh yeah that was um 2015 i think was the last year and you worked that year uh, uh toad was jeez uh, on it seems like a really long time ago i feel like i have a better memory than you do though i have a better memory about things in your life than you do in your own life because yeah. 2016 was the first year that I, I think I raced Toad. Okay. And yeah, there was no then. there was no Elkhart Lake. Why so does it seem like such a long time I ago? I mean, it was five years ago. Can you believe that, dude? No. Five years, new decade. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be like a really cool event. I I don't know exactly what the date is on that. It's in August. It's like the second or third. Second week of August, I think. I think it's August. like the week. It might be the week before um, Race the Lake. Okay. That would be... Yeah, perfect. Good warm up. Good warm up. Yeah. yeah, good warm up. So that'll be really cool. You know, I guess we should kind of go into like some of the events that we want to do this year. Um, like, what kind of races are we? In? We could talk about the Wisconsin calendar. You know, some of the races on those, mm-hmm. and then you know what, Ryan? What races are you interested in uh, doing? This uh, year? One thing I really, one thing, I guess I want to say I I just always want to continue to do more of is camping. Camping, yes. So I I really want to get to. Like go to mountain right bike races explicitly yeah. to camp. We should do um we should throw it out there, the bike race weekly uh camping section. Camping so if we section. go to like a yeah. if we go to a race, um, you know, like throw it out like, oh we're gonna camp and then we can hang out with like some listeners, grill some grill some weenies, right. drink some beers. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know what? We're here to have fun. We're here to party. Yeah, that's all. We're, that's all we really care yeah. about. So, uh, so that's something I really want to do more of. Is 100%. camp? We should definitely just do some camping. Yeah. Uh, so doing mountain bike races and camping out that the weekends would be just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean that's there's no better way to spend a weekend yeah. than riding bikes, racing bikes, and then camping somewhere in there as well. But b- besides that, um, oh, also. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, sorry. Um, but there's that there's that race Menominee Park or Muskego Park or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it goes around a campsite. Oh, look at that! We so could it, camp that out. There we go. Perfect. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, you there. I do want to get a Cat Two upgrade. Oh yeah. Um, I I'm like three points away. Okay. So okay. I I do want to get the Cat Two upgrade. Oh, so close. So, so close. close. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Besides Are you that, beat up on the Cat Threes for a little while before you get that. I'll upgrade? probably do like sandbag the pre, a little bit the pre-toad races i'll probably do three fours and one two three yeah that makes sense i yeah. j- honestly almost explicitly to get the extra races and the points you, i mean you need the yeah. points right so i mean if i wanted to i could get an upgrade could you yeah, yeah you probably I could, could. Yeah, i could probably could if um, you but that would be like submitting for it and well, like so you're pretty close you're pretty well, close points wise so it's like yeah. why not just get the points and be like well, Got him, here's yeah. the thing is that like USA Cycling has no way of checking if you're actually if you actually have the points. Really? They have zero mean? way of checking. Oh, it's all the local governing body. No, I no, it's just that. they don't they, they don't like check. they don't like keep track of that like information of how oh. many points they would have to go through. Well, so they they got rid of like their points tracker, so they actually put it on you to add up your points. I. I think that they can still track them. I think that just in their user interface on their website. Well, no, they're tr- they're how they give points is so complicated. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna be done tracking this. I yeah, so they put I it on know. you to keep I track. Even, I don't know. why. So you they... just give them the number, and yeah. I mean, if they want to look up the the races, they can look up the races, but they're not gonna. 
I doubt they do that. They probably just look at your points, maybe look at the places you've got in like like you like I would put like this race first place, you yeah. know, and they'd be like, okay, you know, five points. I don't even know. But maybe you only really got three points. I don't. They under- don't check that. I don't understand why they even like care. It's like you should just sign up for whatever like category you think you can race in. You know, maybe with the exception of like a pro crit. Yeah. Like you should just show up. You should have like, to get like uh, like your cat one license. Yeah. Maybe cat a cat license. like maybe even a cat two license, but three to five, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. And like how many cat fives are gonna sign up for the pro race? Like that's what people would worry about, right? Like, oh you're just gonna have like a bunch of dangerous riders. It's yeah. Like, yeah, they're not gonna sign up for the race. Like Yeah. <laughs> who would do that? Mm-hmm. That's just so crazy. And they would get like in a red hook crit. Like when they do the qualifiers, oh yeah, clearly like ten people get ahead of everyone else yeah. immediately. Yeah, right. It like sorts itself out. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not crazy. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, you're gonna get your cat too this year. I'm. I'm almost confident, barring you breaking a collarbone, that you're gonna get that cat too. Oh, I thought you were saying you're gonna break a collarbone. No, I'm like, dude, barring, I'm getting married this year. I can't break a collarbone. <laughs> barring you break a collarbone, you. I mean, you better not break a collarbone. You better not break yeah. a collarbone like four weeks out. I mean, they heal fast. Don't say that, dude. Just knock, knock, on on wood. Wood. knock on wood. Jeez, dude. Oh, sorry, I'm just saying. I don't think you will. Yeah, man. Don't, don't break a bone before your wedding. Well, don't. Yeah, I mean, that'd be I, a bummer. Yeah, don't be like me and break your wrist before your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like the oh, like the week I the week I got married, I got my cast off, and I'm like, oh, I would have been killed if that was like a week late (laughs) um but yeah all right so why don't we talk about a little bit about the wisconsin calendar and maybe like some races that we're interested in doing this year and and possibly plan on doing so it looks like starting out in the year right around the end the last weekend of april is when the wisconsin road calendar starts which feels like so far away to be honest winter kind of drags winter drags a little bit here in wisconsin it goes a little slow it kind of starts in January. Yeah, I would say winter starts in really, January. Yeah, hundred percent. I totally agree with you there. Um, so the first weekend, there's two races going on that I think we're pretty interested in going to. On a Saturday, there's the um, the Team Wisconsin Criterium, mm-hmm. which I think has historically been Whitnell Park. Yeah. That's Whitnell Park, I think. But well, I don't think they're doing it at Whitnell. Honestly, I'm cool with that. Like, I think Whitnell Park is... The roads at Whitnell are so bad. so bad. They had to cancel the race last year. Uh, wasn't that because of snow? No, it was because of the road. Uh, I totally get it. Yeah. It, I mean, they're bad. So, like, maybe going to be... So, possibly going to be racing that crit. And then the day after that is the... Uh, what's it called? Dairy... Dairy... Cheesehead Rubet. Oh. He's had Ruben. So they're all they're both gonna be kind of in the same area. That might be a good weekend to That might be a good weekend. Camp. Depending camp. that always depends on the weather. Always. Last yeah, year always. was miserable. Dude, also that's get... another rule I have is I'm not racing in miser- miserable weather. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's been years where March is like weather was beautiful good, good 75 to go. degrees good to go. yeah and then last year like april was like a it took it storm it was so i remember because it took like until right before toad to get like nice yeah. out no i remember i worked toad this year and i took a jacket i took a jacket to toad because i'm like it's gonna be cold like yeah. i'm gonna be cold at night that's like how long it took yeah um so we'll we'll see what the weather's like but that's like the tentative start and then i think the weekend after that is actually the, the uh lacrosse omnium Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do that. So we, we might go up for that. That would be fun. I mean, if we had a group of people, mm-hmm. that would also be a good weekend at camp. That uh, would be a good weekend. Weather. Yeah. So we, we might do the lacrosse. Probably not 
the time trial. I don't know why they even put a time trial in there. I wouldn't do the time trial. I don't really care about you the have, overall. Well, you'd have to take off Friday work. Oh, so do that. a time trial. Yeah. So we're going to do the road race probably. And it's like a one-mile time trial. Yeah. And it's like $30. Yep. 30 I, or $40. Uh, I think it's more. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. It's not cheap. So we're probably going to do the road race in the crit. Um, and then I'm trying to think, like, there's, like, a couple odds and end races. There's, like, you know, Muskego Park. There's, like, the classics, right? Yeah. Like, the the crits that are always on the calendar uh menasha is somewhere in there as well too um, i always enjoy menasha yeah toad so i know you're for sure doing toad this year the weekends for sure um i might be gone i might not be doing toad i might be doing a bike packing trip we'll see oh it's up in the air we were going to i was actually going to leave after downer Oh, yeah. Um, originally, because Anna was going to sign up for the High Cliff Triathlon. Oh, that's like the weekend of Downer. Yeah, think, which right? historically they've done like a sprint and a like a half distance yeah. or something. Yep. But it seems like this year they only have an Olympic and a half mm. distance. Okay. So we aren't sure yet. Okay. But right. uh, we're looking for Anna's first triathlon. Nice. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Um. So then after the after Toad, which is, I think, the, the pinnacle of the Wisconsin racing calendar... We've got the state champs weekend. Yep. And then um, that's for the crit, but the road race is not until August, August. I think. yeah. Yeah, August. So then um, July is going to be relatively quiet for us, I think, because you're getting married this year. Yep. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be at your wedding. We'll see. Hopefully you are. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've not got anything going on. Um, so yeah, and then you're going to be gone. Are you going to be gone on your honeymoon in August? Or September. September. Mm-hmm. Um, are you Italia? Leaving, are you leaving a Memorial Day or Labor Day no, weekend? No, no. Okay. Uh, it's like a week afterwards. We're doing. I want to say it's like the ninth to okay. the like eighteenth or something. Okay. We're doing like. It's like eight days total that because be it takes two days to travel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we're buying our tickets this week. Actually. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be doing probably a lot of racing in August, because there's the Project Echelon, Echelon races. There's like yeah. Uh, um, this year too for race the lake. Race the lake. I might be doing it with Anna. Okay, nice. Because that's kind of like a bucket list thing she wants to do. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. gonna just hang out the pro field. I think this year. Are you? Honestly, I kind of want to try it and just like hang on yeah. the back of it and like usually by August I should be fit enough to like race pretty good. Sure. We'll see. Um, because the whole race is like super flat. There's like yeah. that one the climb one at hill. High Cliff. Yeah, the one And it's hill. like, okay, if I get dropped at High Cliff, whatever. Yeah, just, just kind of go back to the <laughs> yeah, next I'll group. I'll literally just like hang out until you guys come through. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And then just ride with you. Well, um, we would be pretty far back. We you should probably, register we'll probably double early, though, your time. And do like wave three. Not with it. We can't with Hannah. She wouldn't be able to. They hold don't really on. do it. But the waves aren't really by speed, though. It's just like like wave one and wave two are, and then I don't I don't think wave three, four, or five. Um, are we probably do speed. wave four or five. Sure. Yeah. Just so that we could, because I mean, ideal. Yeah, ideally, we do make it with a group at least till high cliff. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. So. Um. We might. We haven't really talked about this a lot. Maybe go back to the Gateway Cup at the end of the year that's a possibility uh Daily cup was i think one of our favorite races that we've ever yeah done. probably not this year not this year yeah just because it's like what a about week the before, listeners just because it's like a week before my are you gonna break a collarbone you already broke dude it you, <laughs> you already broke it's like it your second your time knock on wood man knock on wood Watch, I'm gonna break a collarbone. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a higher likelihood of breaking a collarbone than you do. Jeez, you gotta just. You've been doing a lot of pull ups and chin ups. Like you're not gonna yeah. break a collarbone. You're fine. My uh, suit 
like my suit jacket like doesn't fit me anymore. Oh, it's because you're so beefy. Because I was like super skinny when I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. And now you just been like doing. Now I can do pull ups. Yeah. Now I can pull ups. You're so beefy. So. Right. <laughs> um, Ryan, is there any races that are that are on your on your mind that you want to do this year that uh, either either I didn't mention or that you've never done before? You know, that's kind of the crazy thing is not really. No. Um. Why? I'm a little bit more chill about racing this year. Yeah. Just like I want to get the good olds. It's kind of right? like yeah. It's just kind of like I just want to get the results. Um, I'm not too picky about where I get them. Mm. We were thinking about going to Snake this year. Oh yeah, were I we? don't know. Those are those are hard yeah, courses. I don't They're think they're really hard courses. You're I'm, too thick for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a little too thick. <laughs> you get you're on that thick boy nation. Yeah, I'm trying to get muscle now. Yeah, so maybe maybe um, we skip Snake Alley. Yeah, um, um, I um, because this is kind of my transition year where next year. I'm kind of going all in on on triathlon. All right, so I'm going to float this by you. What if instead of triathlon, we go all in on motocross? That's going to be a big negatory. Why? Um, I like how I also, like, I'm putting you in this corner, yet, like, I'm the one that impulsively thinks about these things. Like, what if we just got dirt bikes instead of doing triathlon? Yeah, see, it's just, like, something I've never been in, and it seems so... You've also never done a triathlon. It's like, yeah, I have. So I started in triathlon. Yeah, it's not like Iron Man. Yeah, not Iron Man, but Whatever. it's just like the same thing, but longer. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, it's just so out in left field for me. If you can ride a mountain bike, you can ride a mountain biking is harder than dirt biking. No way. A hundred percent. No way. I'm not even kidding you. Hundred percent. It's harder. I will tell you that with a straight face for a fact. Hmm. With a dirt bike, you have giant wheels. You've got giant knobby tires. The tracks are groomed and prepped to be ridden i feel like it's also way more dangerous no it's not no 100 it's not dangerous it's not as dangerous mountain biking is more dangerous yeah it's, it's like anything like you can hurt yourself doing anything sure. if you push it too hard okay yeah so like my mission know. this year is to take you to a track and this is really out of left field but i just really, really want to get back into it lately because it's a lot of fun i'm sure. gonna take you to a track and we're gonna ride for a day and we'll see if you like it and you'll probably like it i would try out a track day yeah try out a track day We'll have a good time. So, yeah. Those are all of our goals, all of our races that we're going to do this year. You know what? I would also try out... Um, what? If you can rent bikes, BMX. You can rent bikes. There's, you can? There's the, um, the Madison BMX track, which yeah. is in DeForest, which yeah. is 15 minutes Pretty away from us. Pretty close to here, yeah. I've actually raced there before. You have? Yeah. Oh. I uh, did one, one race. I won. Uh, nice. There was two other people in the race. Nice. Yeah. But they do, they do rent bikes. I really want to try BMX racing or get back into it again. It's very fun. It's really, really fun. It looks fun. fun. It's yeah. really fast, really it's, quick. I mean, it's just a pump track. Like, mm-hmm. there's really, there's actually not a lot of jumping. It's mostly just, like, sprint to the, sprint to the Yeah, because, like, when you're in the air, you're actually slowing down, right? Yeah. There's, like, there's, like, one or two jumps where it may, might be, like, marginally faster to actually jump, mm-hmm. but they're not very big. Like, okay. when, I, when I raced there, like, the biggest jump, I think, was, like, an eight-foot tabletop. Okay. So it's not dangerous at mm-hmm. all, as long as you don't just like send everything. Sure. So, all right, that's on our list this year. We're gonna do a lot of crit racing. Uh, we're gonna do some BMX. We're gonna do some motocross. We're gonna try not to break any collarbones. Dude. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, while we're doing all this stuff, and we're gonna have a really good time. So we're gonna keep training through the winter. We're gonna, you know, get get those winter gains locked in, and uh, hopefully be nice, nice and fit when spring rolls around and ready to rip but also not burnt out. Yep. Jeez.
What? Just throwing out all these negative things. Oh, oh, no, those were all Mr. positive. Mr. Negatory. Those were all positive things. The only thing I threw in there is hopefully we don't break our collarbones and just like a not Or, you know, one. get burnt out or... Oh, I just said that... No, I said we're not... Hopefully gonna... you don't hate yourself by the end of the year, Rick. Honestly, That'd be great. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, think about how many guys get burnt out in like March. I'm just saying we're, That's not, very true. we're not doing okay. that. We're not. We're having fun. We're right. a good time. Here's to, here's to not like hating our lives by the end yeah. of the year and also not breaking bones. Um, Cheers. Hopefully, we, you know, maybe we don't die too. Yeah. You know, but uh, who knows? Who knows? But we got knock on wood. You know, cheers to well, that. Well, it's knock empty. On, uh, take a sip of that lime juice at the bottom. Cheers. Well, you're not going to take a sip. No, it's empty. That's bad luck. You're going to break collarbone. Jesus. All right. I got a little bit. Just enjoying some nice. Pure lime and backwater. Perfect for good luck. Jeez. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Ryan, we're wrapping this thing up, right? Um, it feels good to kick off the 2020 podcast season. We're going to definitely be doing a lot more podcasts this year. We've got a couple of fun things in the work. So be fo- sure to follow us along. Um, you can always find our episodes posted up on Facebook. All of your major podcasting sites, we're going to be on it. You can follow us on some of the other social channels as well. You know the ones, Instagram, Twitter, all those fun ones. Um, anything else to add before we uh, head out, Ryan? Nope. All right. Well, till next time. See you.